Come on, man. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 138 of the Patriot Review. It's an honor to be here with you on another rainy, heavy rain day. So hopefully the power stays on. That would be a good thing. Um, I hope you all had a great weekend. Now, last week we had a show on uh, child sacrifice. I do have another video that I wanted to round out, and uh, we'll get to that at the end of the show today, or I'll make sure you see it. Uh, if we don't get to it today, but uh, my intention is to try to, so we will check that out. But first, we of course have to do this. We are all just caught up in what we knew was the truth for years now, and that is that the Biden family is the Biden crime family, and um, uh, I saw this article and I wanted to bring it up and talk to you. So here we have resign immediately, Biden destroyed after leaked email discovered. And of course, Jim Jordan, uh, a lot of people love Jim Jordan and how bold he is to go after the Biden family and to do other things that are good for America. Um, I like the guy for sure, but I do think that um, there's just overall too much talk and not enough action in the House. And I hope... You know, you can, you can see that, but I'm sure you can. So resign immediately. Biden destroyed after a leaked email discovered. So this email has to do with, you know, what um, what he had threatened to do. And we all saw the video where he threatened the Ukraine, you know, withhold the, the funding to uh, the Ukraine if they did not fire the uh, attorney who was looking into the Burisma uh, case and Burisma itself. And uh, so, you know, this this is kind of, to me, it's kind of, um, well, you know, this is something we already knew. And to me, it's like Biden Biden should have been uh, should have been in prison long ago just for, and I keep saying this, he committed treason by giving our enemy, the Taliban, $85 billion worth of military equipment and by his pullout which resulted in it directly resulted in the death of 13 Americans and the abandonment of American citizens. Uh, but the treasonous part, of course, was providing aid and comfort to the enemy. And so, you know, when a country can can keep a person uh, in office after doing something like that, that is the paramount uh, example of treason, in my opinion. Then stuff like this. I mean, if this takes them down, great. But uh, stuff like this, to me, really kind of pales and definitely pales in comparison to to what we saw uh, occur in in Afghanistan. And of course, he's no stranger to committing treasonous acts. We've seen several from him, and um, just our political class doesn't seem to have the appetite to do 
what really is within the wheelhouse to do. And of course, with a uh, the three-letter agency alphabet soup of of um, uh, of conspiracy and uh, abuse of the of power of these bureaucrats certainly doesn't make it any easier or more plausible that that's going to happen anytime soon. But you and I in the home front, you know, we're seeing inflation continue to go up. You see this report an average of $709 per month more than two years ago, and that should not be a shock. And this is just for general, you know, everyday expenses. So really this, John Lonsky discussed how President Biden said that the Inflation Reduction Act has less to do with inflation than originally claimed. On Maria Bartiramo's Wall Street, Americans are spending $709 more per month on everyday goods and services than they did two years ago, according to Moody's Analytics. Moody's chief economist, Mark Zandi, made the statement Friday on X, formerly Twitter, as part of still the same platform, <laughs> still the same pathetic platform, as part of his analysis of July's Consumer Price Index report. Despite the jarring increase in costs, Zandi sa says inflation is moderating with just a 0.2% increase from June to July. Uh, yeah, well, we, do, we certainly don't feel it yet, nor do I believe that it's going to be under control anytime soon. They're, of course, they're doing some things, you know, ahead of the election to try to, to, to reduce it. But um, this uh, has been so destructive for, for America that, you know, in my opinion, I don't, I'm no financial genius, obviously, but in my opinion, they're not going to, they can't keep doing what they're doing and trying to take our rights away and uh, at the same time and, um, and have success on this front. It's just my opinion. Um, so next one is, these are America's most affordable states to live in this year. And this was, uh, I found this interesting. So when it comes to housing, living expenses, taxes, insurance, and even grocery costs, South Dakota is the winner for the most affordable place to live in America. It is the cheapest state to live in in 2023. So in the 2023 report from School Aroo, a college scholarship search platform, they analyzed all 50 states using 31 metrics, which also include cable, internet, utility, medical, transportation, and even haircut and manicure costs. Uh, Indiana came in second, followed by Arkansas, Mississippi, and Nebraska. School roof spokesman Abigail DaCosta told the Epic Times that this is the first time they've conducted a report on the average cost of living in all 50 states. So there you have it. South Dakota, number one, Indiana, and then uh, Arkansas, Mississippi, and Nebraska. Um, all strongholds of the Democrat Party, right? Just kidding. Uh, so yes, so we have uh, a guest today, uh, Moyer Hamilton, who is a friend of mine and who has just a, an awesome situation going. She has a uh, school, it's it's called Hammer, Hamilton Liberty Academy, and she's going to be here with me at the other side of this break, and we will go into the state of education and what you as parents can do and uh, what she is doing personally and how she has um, how she has stood up to fight what's going on in our country and provide a great uh, value-based uh, education process and system for our greatest asset, our children. We'll be right back after this. 
after we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, even though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific um, sight to come upon. Her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and our, just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that, the color of grace changed. And, um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. If you want to get some Kingdom Fuel, head over to Sherwood.tv slash TPR, Sherwood.tv slash TPR. Uh, get some Kingdom Fuel. They have a lot of other stuff there to keep you healthy and get you in shape. So check that out. Um, also, just wanted to say that Breaking the Oath, if you haven't seen that yet, you can see that on my website, redbloodedpatriots.com, or on the website that I do documentaries under, which is AmericaFirstProductions.com, America the number one stproductions.com. The film has been submitted to what's called the F7 Film Festival, and um, there's a specific category about the damage that Fauci did, which I found really, really interesting, so I had to submit the film. And uh, we will see, I'll keep you updated on, on how that is looking. Uh, but now I want to welcome in my guest, Moira, Moira Hamilton. And Moira, if I get you to go to your left a little bit so I can get you centered in the screen here. A little bit more if you can. There you go. So, well, 
you're you're going back off for some reason there. I can I can adjust the frame too, I guess. But um, so welcome to the show. It's been a while since I've had you on, but um, I you know I like having having you on because you are one of the original patriots that actually said, you know what, I'm going to do something about what I see going on in America today. So I'm going to let you kind of introduce you know what exactly uh, it was that got you motivated. What was the turning point that uh, got you to do what you're doing today? And, and if you would start there. All right. Well, good morning and thank you for having me back, my friend. Um, it is a pleasure and it's an honor. Thank you so much. So <clears throat> I guess it kind of started with by having my own kids. But in 2020, it's very interesting because um, God has been really active that year. I've been telling everybody and I just kind of got woken up in the middle of the night and told, hey, I want you to do this. And I was like, I, I want to open a You want me to open a school? But this comes from, you know, years of even having children in the educational system being um, taken to certain universities um, to to see what's happening and then actually teaching during COVID. I mean, what really, you know, was horrifying is that our youth weren't really able to read. They're not able to do math. And this is even before COVID. I mean, they're so far behind. They're lost, confused. They don't know about their foundations. They don't know about their futures. And so even as an art teacher, on Fridays, I'm sitting here teaching economics and civics and, and, you know, realities to these kids, showing them pathways forward where they're not learning. So that really inspired me. And then, of course, having God come to me and say, hey, you could do this. I'm like, okay, so we're going to do this. And in a matter of, <clears throat> sorry, in a matter of a few months, I had my school up and running. And no, not all my, sorry, my, I'm so, the allergy is so bad. One second. No problem. Um, so not all my education was bad. I mean, you know, I definitely was put through a, a area where I could see what the, was going through, you know, whether it's this certain curriculum or you would call it indoctrination. But, you know, it, having our youth make decisions off of their emotions versus critical thinking skills, having them go forward and having pathways for it, they're not teaching any of that. And I was just heartbroken. And I'm just like, you know, listening to my own kids, listening to their friends, just being completely confused about their future. So oh, they give them safe spaces and stuffed animals. Right. Exactly. Even and they the, just even in high school, even in colleges. Right. I mean, it, it's just horrifying. And so <clears throat> sorry, everyone. Allergies are so bad in my neck of the woods today. You're fine. But I, it really in, uh, inspired me having the youth tell me that I needed to open the school and having that confirmed, of course, you know, um, through God. And so in a matter of months, I built my school and had it up and running in three months. And in that same year, I just, the blessings just came to be able to have it as a nonprofit and to be able to have it as an accredited school. And I was like, okay, here we go. You know, sometimes they say when the Lord calls, you just follow. And that is definitely something I do. And so this is going to be our third year. But what's different about my school is it's art integrated. And a lot of people think, oh, that we're just painting. And you can see the paintings behind me. And yes, I love to paint. But it's way more than that. I had listed over 31 different areas of art from advertising to color theory to economics. I mean, my economics teacher, and I tell the story a lot, but she was unbelievable. She is unbelievable. She taught these kids how to start with a business plan on food truck businesses 
and ended up doing the marketing, the pitching, the, you know, the cost, the P&Ls, everything, even to the point of presentations and pitching at Shark Week. And I was like, this is unbelievable. So when I say art integrated, no, I mean, we are we always painting? No. Um, do we paint? Yes. But we have found a way to not be this regular testing, memorization, just giving you credit recovery and actually giving you projects that will lead to your future. You know, we even have a class for seniors called Adulting 101 where you learn budget, household, oh, automotive, really? everything, you know, because those skills are gone. And we want the kids to go, to go whether you're at trade school, whether you're at college or you build your own business, we want you to have all of these keys in your hands so that you are prepared for a real productive, critical thinking future, you know. And so mm -hmm. it's been exciting. Like I said, this is our third year we're going to be rolling out. And uh, we actually have our first elementary school. I started backwards. I felt that our high school students were the most in need as they were about ready to hit the future. And so yeah, definitely. we start with them and we're kind of working our way back. But um, we started with elementary because I have neighbors that at kindergarten, she was introduced to the book uh, Gender Queer. And mm -hmm. it was given to her as an assignment because heaven forbid that the five-year-old wanted to be a fireman one day, you know. Right. And right. so and in the second year, mom's like, you know, they're already starting to push on the blockers. And, you know, maybe she's not happy being a girl. And mom said, I'm done. I'm just done and reached out to me and I was like, let's give it a whirl because it just breaks my heart that you want to start this stuff at five years old. I mean, well, no kidding. Right. I mean, it's right. Let these kids be kids. And let me see, you know, my philosophy on that. I want to see if you agree. Uh, so my philosophy on that is that um, fine. You want to teach them about, you know, the trans world and you want to teach them about homosexuality and, and that, how about wait till it's age appropriate? How about talk about it when they actually can can comprehend where they fit in the world a little bit better? And but this is this is nothing but indoctrination. Right, right. You know, I've said this before too. When you're an adult and you want to make those decisions for yourself as an adult, um, you kind of go you you do you. I'm not here to tell you that. You know, I don't have to necessarily agree with you, but I'm not here to tell you that. And hopefully. Right. Um, and, and I'm very big into actual research, right? And I've had, um, I guess, some my show, and and we talked about this as well too. Do you even know what those surgeries consist of? Do you even know what the aftercare of those surgeries consist of? You know, this is not dress up here. I mean, if you want to dress right. up, okay, that's fine. This is a life altering, and it could even take your life. And you're going to do this at what age? I mean, this is not, I mean, what five-year-old even has the ability to even research or understand how the complications of these surgeries might be? And I have friends that, you know, are gay out there. They even disagree with this as well because they're like, how can you make that life-altering decision if you don't even have the ability to understand what's going on? Well, me as well. I have, I have um, people that I know that also are gay and have been you know, in relationships for years and years right. and, you know, have succeeded in their relationships and have long-term relationships like anybody else. And, um, you know, uh, they also are, are opposed to it just basically because of the same thing we talked about that this is no, this is no topic for, for a kid, especially then to go the next step like California and say, not only are we going to do this, but we're not going to tell you about it as the parents. And guess what? If you, if we get the sense that you're pushing back on this, we can even take your kid 
and put them someplace where you don't know where they are and basically kidnap them. Well, not basically, definitely kidnap that kid and take them away and put them through this torture, this process that they really cannot comprehend. And we see not only this, but, you know, even the even the whole sexuality part as far as just um, over-sexualizing, hyper-sexualizing our kids and not necessarily talking about the trans agenda, but just like, you know, well, you know, here's um, here's how you, you know, perform this sex act or that sex right. act. Why do you need to know that when you're eight years old? Right. I mean, in what in what universe does someone with their right mind think that kids have to know this stuff? Right. And it, it's just horrifying. I mean, that book alone, there's many of them, but Gender Queer is a comic book version, step by step, of how two men are intimate, you know, and mm-hmm. have sexual acts. And what five year old even needs to see that? I mean, during my day, that was pornography. You know, and well, so it is, it is, it is pornography. Well, I, I, yeah. it still is, but it seems like they just don't consider it that way anymore. I've even said, you know, I've had a friend again. I, I have some friends that are are gay, and I've been to a drag queen brunch when I was at my um grad school. You know, I was taken to that, and this was uh, this was very interesting because they were dressed up more, not saying per se share or whatever, but they're dressed up like that. You full gowns and whatever, and I'm like, so there's a huge difference between even that and then what we see on these parades, where they're naked and they have all kinds mm-hmm. of sex things around, you know, tied to them and whatever, and you know they're mm-hmm. just uh, just sitting in front of the children, and you're like, what in the world? I mean, why do you need to be naked and perform sexual acts in front of our children? You know? I think most of the most of the same people who oppose the education would say that those are the people that are ruining ruining any chance that the that the homosexuals have of mm-hmm. you know being accepted because they they, they go too far yes. and you know I think just like with race I think they already are accepted I think that the United States is in a much better position than the left says I don't think you know I I don't we look at this and we look at the situation before you came on you said you know that you have gotten threats for doing what you're doing just putting a school together and uh you know, so who are the intolerant ones? Who who are the people who are forcing their ideology down not only our throats but our kids' throats and taking away our rights to uh, to educate our kids as we see fit, which is just completely unacceptable. And um, you know, it's just it's something that I think we have to uh, we have to stand up and fight against. I need to take a, a real quick break. We'll be right back with Moyer Hamilton right after this.
American Patriots. It's me, Wayne Allyn otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Allyn Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big-name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free, or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest working man in show business. Thank you, and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. And we are back, and we are on Blessed News, and I I really uh, enjoy being here, and I hope that you have enjoyed the programming as well. Of course, we're live streaming uh, to other other channels as well. But um, back with Moira Hamilton, who we were texting back and forth on the on the break, and you said that you had put together a new website, and we're gonna go show that while we're talking here. And um, why did you have to put together a new website again? I started receiving some threats about the American flag being on our front page. And I mean, just those were emails, but still, um, you know, I, I don't know how in the world our American flag turned into such a hate symbol. I mean, we used to be considered a country full of the beautiful cultures from all around the world and united underneath our wonderful flag which my father has fought for, my my uh, great-great-great-grandfather or my husband's, you know, is Alexander Hamilton. I mean, it's just unbelievable when that symbol has turned into such hate. Just blows my mind. Um, and so we wanted to approach all audiences, you know, without having to feel that we're threatened, but um, she did a really beautiful job. And, and this, I'm very excited about it because she spent a lot of time talking about what is our integration? So that people wouldn't just think that we're sitting here with color crayons and paints, you know, and she did a very good <laughs> right. job to answer yeah. questions for parents. I looked at it again. It's uh, it's HamiltonLibertyAcademy.com. Um, make sure you throw the liberty in there. Otherwise, you're going to end up with all kinds of public school listings because, of course, given the name Hamilton, there's plenty of them around the country. So HamiltonLibertyAcademy.com. And uh, it's very well done. I looked at it earlier uh, this weekend, and, and um, I think it's very succinct, and uh, people, you know, they like to see, see things and get their information quick, and I think it's it's very well done. So head over there if uh, you are looking to place your child in a, a place of learning and sanity, 
with virtuous education. I like that. You said that uh, you, said you have that in there. And um, the, the value set that our country was actually founded on, which to me, um, you know, you had mentioned that, you know, how did the how did the American flag become this thing of hate? And the only people who have hate in their hearts are the people who are contacting you saying that, you know, this is this is not tolerable and blah, blah, blah. The flag stands for this or that. And of course, the women's soccer team, which, uh, you know, I think is pathetic and um, should not get a bit of support, but uh, at least some of the members on there. Um, but, uh, you know, the the American flag itself. I challenge anybody to, to, to pick a country around the world that has made a more positive impact on people of, of the planet over the course of time. And I'm sure the United States has done some bad things. The United States has been involved in some bad things. And it is so today, as we're seeing with the current administration, uh, you know, but um, we've, we've been a force for good generally. And, you know, it's like people like to say when they look at a country like China and they say, oh, well, you know, we don't like the government, but the people are great. Or Iran, they don't like the government, but the people are great. Well, the same thing is true in America at times, you know, and the, the generally the atrocities that people are talking about are not on the part of the citizens. It's on a part of uh, a, a, a ill-guided uh, uh, government or power within the country. And we're seeing that again right now and we're seeing them attack our rights and attack parent rights in specific um and again that's what i've said with other guests more and i want to get your take on this is that it doesn't matter what topic we're talking about now i open the show talking about the economy right it doesn't matter what we're talking about the victims in the end are always our children and grandchildren they are the true victims because either they have to straighten stuff out or they have to live in a world of tyranny because we blew it or, you know, it's uh, child sex trafficking or it's the educational topics we're talking about or it's, you know, take your pick. Whatever issue, it comes back to haunt our children and grandchildren. We're supposed to love them. They're supposed to be our greatest asset. Right. Well, you know, it, I, I absolutely agree. And I come from a multitude of different like backgrounds. Like I spent three months in Cuba living with families um, on a, a study abroad. And so that was very interesting. <clears throat> Sorry. And to be able to sit there and see that. And again, the people, you know, are really great. But this is very much a communistic country. And seeing what they were limited to or how much food they were rationed, what they actually had to pay for. I've also been around other places too, whether it's South Africa or Ethiopia or whatever, but the people are wonderful. We have so much more in common than you can even imagine. You know, we all get up, we go to work, we go to school, we love our families, we come home. And it's, you know, the environments that we live in that makes the difference with the government that might control that area. You know, so you can see that when you said the people, right? I mean, we all have a lot of things in common even if you don't agree on everything, but it's our children. It seems to be a main, you know, a main thing that we can all at least agree on that we want a better future for our youth. And we're just, you know, we're just not seeing that. And how can we create that better? You know, we've got to actually be involved, speak up. And, you know, whether you have kids involved in your community or not in your local schools, you know, you have to have a voice. You have to be concerned because what are we leaving them for the future? Are we going to give right. them a place of safety, a place where they can be what they want to be? And this is a country 
you know, that you can actually do that. You can create whatever you want to become whatever you want to. And I don't want to leave them in an environment where it's just worse. You know, so I'm very well, it was a country where It was a country where you used to be able to do that. I think that it's already to the point where um, people people need to wake up like real soon. If this election goes wrong in 24, um, it's either going to get violent some somewhere down the road, which I don't want to see. Right. Right. Or or we're just going to lose it all, especially when they go into the digital banking and and stuff, because then they can control who can actually eat, who can pay for their heat, who can pay for their air conditioning, who can who can buy a car, you know, and and there's little indications. One of the stories I didn't show and I'll just be real brief with this is that in London, they're putting up these cameras to satisfy satisfy the Enviro Nazis. And they put this uh, law through that they were going to tax people. So they would know who's driving and they would know, you know, who's driving gas powered cars and everything else. And they were going to start charging people hundreds of dollars as a tax, as a Enviro Nazi tax. And um, so, so lo and behold, they're shocked that the citizens are ripping these cameras down. And I say more power to them. We don't need this. We don't need this, uh, this tyranny. So, you know, I, unfortunately I think that, um, that if America doesn't uh, get this under control, that we're going to start to see people take to the streets. And of course, the left is always on the streets, and they're always burning down city blocks, and they're always doing those sorts of things. Once again, the people, the real, the real group of haters, and the real, uh, you know, the group of people that are destroying the country. So, <clears throat> I have to commend you for for what you've been doing, and for putting yourself out there, and for braving this, and in, in really the name of our greatest asset, our children. Yeah. And I think I think that uh, you deserve a lot of kudos for that. And and uh, I want to give you the opportunity just to to talk about at the end here what what you want people to know about the school and and what you want them to know uh, how they can contact you what what the details are what your maybe what your numbers are give them a little bit more uh, in that regard in case they're interested in enrolling. Well. Um... Yes, you can always contact us through Hamilton Liberty Academy. She's done a great thing to put contact everywhere for us. So that's a great avenue. It gets right to um, email me right away or email our school right away. Um, and that's a great form and probably the best way to contact us. Um, I'm very busy with other things, too, because it's not just only I run the school. I've started, you know, I have a podcast host now. I'm also, I was invited to speak at a group called Concerned Women of America, and now I'm going to be a leader in this as well. So I just try as much as I can to be a voice in so many different outlets for our youth. I mean, I've lived it. I have three that have lived it. We went to see The Sound of Freedom, and I took my youngest daughter with, with me, and I thought it was going to be hard for her to, to view this. And she left saying, you know, that's kind of a G-rated version of her life story, you know, and it was just really heartbreaking to see that. And I mean, it's, it's our youth. I mean, they're just being every avenue, you know, they're just being under attack, whether it's from birth to all the way through, you know, their teen years. And I just couldn't take that anymore. <clears throat> I really wanted to provide an avenue where our youth know who they are. They know the, their you know, biology, they know their math, they know their, and we just teach real foundations. And we're nationwide. Um, I chose to be online for a reason because it's not just my community that's being affected. Right. It's our nation. And people and parents are screaming, like, I would love to have video cameras in the classroom. Well, guess what? I'm live. 
you can watch our, our entire class. And parents sometimes do. And they get excited when they find out that you're actually in math class just learning math. Not learning about this group is being suppressed or this is whatever. I mean, they're actually learning the foundations that they need. And so I have a lot of, of love for my teachers and we're working really hard to so that our youth know, first of all, real history and the other foundations that go with them to be productive adults for tomorrow. But this has just got to stop and I'm very thrilled to, to be an avenue for that. So, but I'm also fighting on other aspects, everyone, you know, I mean, I'm very much involved in what else I can do to make changes, because it's not going to be something that just changes tomorrow. I mean, I don't know how many people know this, but our school systems went federalized in 1970s, well, 65, but right. I keep talking about these title programs that mandate this by being private and not being government funded. Um, we are tuition-based, and we do, do get donations, and if you'd love to help, I would appreciate that, too. But we don't go after government grants because I don't want to be mandated to provide that right. kind of curriculum or, you know, movement for your children. I want to be able to make sure that they have a critical thinking mind. I keep saying that, but if they don't know how to read, write, you know, I mean, I, I even talked to the, about this with my husband. He's like, well, math is just important. I go, but if they don't know how to read, how do they know their numbers or letters? And it's so important for them right. to be able to research this and, and be able to do this. So I'm, I'm thrilled with that. And again, I'm working on my way backwards. Um, elementary will be the first go at it this year. But we're seeing that our, they're right after it. I mean, they're starting in daycare with this stuff. And, oh, it just breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. And there's so many things that we can do, but it's not going to be an easy fix, everyone. It's going to be a long haul. Yes, it is. So where do people go to find your podcast? Um, I'm on Liberty Arise Media. Um, you, I go every Friday and um, Sundays. But you, um, Rumble's probably my my biggest outlet. But we go on Twitter, Facebook, um, D Live, Odyssey, YouTube, all that. But Rumble is is the main hub for me, and it's Liberty Arise Media. It's called Headmasters awesome. Homeroom. It's on Friday nights at seven p.m. and then twelve um, on Sundays, twelve p.m. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, and I'd love to have you back again. I like to talk pleasure. a little bit more about about um, you know, details about maybe even talking about uh, having some excerpts of, if you would, some excerpts of your classrooms and, and show people, you know, this is, this is what it's like. That'd be awesome. So yeah, um, it's I, no, just sorry to interrupt, but <clears throat> if you're on true social, um, I really love that they have these new things and these new groups and we've got stuff going on here, but I have been posting with parent permission, a few of our students and the projects awesome. that they have been making and the, you know, the things that they've been doing. So you can definitely see that on there or on Twitter. Are my what, is your, what is your handle there? Well, so you can find Hamilton Liberty Academy. <clears throat> Boy, it's a day. You can find Hamilton Liberty Academy on all my outlets. But Lady Hamilton Art is what I go after. So Twitter is Lady okay. Hamilton AR1. And then on Truth, it's Lady Hamilton Art. Facebook, also Lady Hamilton Art. But Hamilton Liberty Academy is on most of the social medias, and that's where I post um, things about us, where I post stuff from the youth, and you can find that on all social medias. But I, I'll say that it's definitely truth. Um, Twitter and Facebook are probably our most um, outreaches there. All right. Well, thank you so much for that, and we will see you again. God bless you for what you're doing, and you're always welcome back. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. You're, you're welcome. Take care. Be blessed.
Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., dot com slash the patriot review get all kinds of free great information and invest in gold and silver for your future our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them are affecting our bodies our sleep and even our ability to think clearly the advent of 5g is only making this worse there is an answer Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth in the gym, Add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. And we're back and we are winding down already. The show always goes so fast, you know, that uh, when you plan it, sometimes you plan, well, frequently I plan and I have too much in there. So I am going to set up this video quick. I'm going to show you as much of it as I can before we go to the final break. And uh, I am going to just say goodbye right now, but I want you to watch this. This is the second video that I wanted to show in relation to child sacrifice. Now this is around the 2014 mark. And uh, this comes from the Netherlands. And I have to thank David Sorensen. And I understand he's going through some health issues and I uh, pray for his health. He's a guy who's got a website called Stop World Control. It's an amazing site. I really recommend you check it out. This is one of the videos that you'll find there, but it's, he does such a good job addressing this issue that um, that I wanted to show you this video. And it deals again with with events in the Netherlands, but uh, uh, of course the the trafficking and the sacrifice, child sacrifice issue. You know, child sacrifice. Everybody blows their minds and says, "Well, you know, we're 
we're much more advanced than that now. But child sacrifice has been with us for thousands and thousands of years. And uh, there still is a sect, uh, specifically the Luciferians or the Satanists. Um, you know, and this video is basically a testimony to to uh, witnessing this actually happen. So I'm going to show this and um, God bless you all. We will be back, be back tomorrow as well. And uh, I will have Dr. Renata Moon, who was with me in uh, the documentary uh, Breaking the Oath. And she's going to talk about the latest news in, in her situation and being attacked um, for speaking out, which is all too common these days. So we'll see that tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to show this video. Thank you so much. And uh, watch us again tomorrow at 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern.
uh, after receiving uh, files of uh, approximately three children uh, every time, uh, the criminals uh, selected a child that had no uh, relative or family. Um, uh, they told the youth detention center, uh, child A is the one we want to see. The youth detention center uh, uh, bought uh, clothes with the child so that it was well closed to go to uh, a solicitation uh, uh, conversation uh, and uh, put the child on train uh, to uh, Zwolle. In Zwolle, the criminals uh, uh, fetched the child from the station, uh, brought it to a building uh, which, was, which was equipped as a hotel that was not working as a hotel, although there were people uh, in uh, the lobby uh, doing as if the hotel was in work. Uh, the child was put on a table and were given something to drink and in that drink, uh, uh, with a drink, the child was drugged. Uh, 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 besides uh, that hotel was a building where uh, the performance should, should take place. Uh, in that building, um, uh, the people were sat down and uh, at a certain moment, uh, the child was brought into that building uh, by the criminals, uh, was uh, uh, tortured, uh, raped, and uh, brutally murdered uh, before those uh, people. Uh, the audience uh, was around uh, Johan Friso. Uh, Prince Johan Friso, uh, the second uh, son of Queen Beatrix. Uh, I was told that Johan Friso was quite insane and had an unhealthy uh, interest in young children and uh, had a, a steady uh, psychiatrist every day uh, of his life uh, with him. And the psychiatrist's name was Gus uh, Parot Dumont. Um, uh, uh, the criminals organized uh, those uh, killings uh, uh, in accordance with uh, Beatrix. Beatrix paid for it, uh, paid for the killings, and uh, Johan Friso, uh, the criminals asked Johan Friso to bring his uh, relatives or uh, 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 friends uh, with him. And so the whole uh, uh, building was filled with uh, very important people from the Netherlands, uh, ministers, um, uh, high-ranking officers, and uh, uh, all kinds of people that the criminals could put on photo so they could uh, blackmail uh, those people and get uh, criminal advantages uh, from that. Could, could you name some of the people who were present? Uh, the people that I recognize there uh, were, uh, for instance, uh, Prince uh, Johan Friso, his uh, steady psychiatrist, Gus Parot Dumont. I recognized uh, Mabel Lisa Smith. Uh, she was there with uh, 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 an old uh, steady man, I think it was uh, George Soros. 
a recognized uh, donor, uh, former minister of uh, the law department, uh, at this moment Vice Roy of the Netherlands. I recognized uh, Ernst Hirsch Balling, uh, a very important uh, former minister of uh, justice. I recognized uh, E. van den Emster. He was uh, uh, for years uh, the head of all judges in the Netherlands. I recognized uh, Dick Berlijn, uh, the uh, uh, former head of uh, the military uh, department in the Netherlands. I recognized a journalist, a very important journalist, Gerlof Leistra of the journal The Elsevier. I recognized uh, Carla Irades. Uh, at present, he is president of the court in Amsterdam, a judge. I recognized Mark Rutte. He is at this moment uh, minister, uh, president of the, the Netherlands. I recognized Geert Wilders. He is at this moment the head of the political party PVV in the Dutch parliament. Uh, there were about 50 people every time I was taken there. I have been taken there three times. I have seen every time kill a child, killed, that a, a child was killed. And I have seen uh, two boys killed. I have seen one girl killed. I presume those children were uh, Netherlands children. I presume those children came from the detention centers of the Netherlands uh, on the way uh, and were recruited on the way that I've told. You said that um, officials at the detention centers said that they thought that they had been eaten. I've asked the journalists uh, about uh, in 2000, uh, 2005, the year 2005 or 2006. I asked the journalist of the journal The Telegraph to uh, look it out for me and to publish it in the newspaper what was happening. Uh, the journalist told me that he had uh, uh, controlled my story with all the youth detention centers in the Netherlands and had spoken to people uh, who had uh, indeed uh, uh, given those files to the criminals and uh, thought that the children uh, they put on the train uh, were going to a solicitation uh, conversation and were going to work for in the court of Queen Beatrix. And uh, that uh, some of those um, uh, people of the detention center told the journalist that they thought that Queen Beatrix was eating those children up because they were putting him, them on the train to Zwolle and they never saw them back or heard anything about them anymore. Do you know what happened to the remains of the children after they died? Do you know where they were buried or what they did with them? Yes, unfortunately I know, yes. Uh, they were first uh, uh, thrown in uh, uh, a, a container uh, uh, behind uh, the building where they were murdered, um, a, a cooling container. Uh, after um, uh, certain uh, uh, 
performances. Uh, the container was brought to Belgium, uh, where they uh, had uh, a piece of land uh, where uh, uh, they put the children in a hole. Where and what is the name of the place in Belgium? Do you know? I, I, I must look it up. Okay. I've, I've, I've found it, uh, but I must look it up. What is it that you'd like to see happen about all this? Oh, I want to see those criminals uh, forever after bars. <laughs> yeah. You've been, you haven't received any help, though, from within the Netherlands, you said. Not, not one thing, I know. It, 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 it is terrible.